The News at Noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health, Madisonville Healthplex. Your tri-state weather today becoming partly sunny through the afternoon with a high of 49. Mostly cloudy tonight, low of 34. And on Tuesday, mostly cloudy with scattered rain early in the day. Becoming partly sunny, then clouding up with scattered rain late in the day and a high of 51. Right now, 44 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. Residents of Sturgis, Kentucky are expected at tonight's city council meeting to discuss a sharp spike in water bills. A new city administration taking office earlier this year when the former mayor and city council resigned inherited a city financial crisis and raised water bills to help the city control the problem. Citizens met at a local church last week to discuss ways of reducing their bills, and they're expected to bring those discussions and their conclusions to tonight's city council meeting. Evansville police officers were called to a home in the 1700 block of Cass Avenue for suspicious circumstances. The homeowner stated he heard a noise in the back door just after midnight and observed a male walking through his backyard. That person then left on foot. The homeowner believed the suspect used a crowbar to try and pry the door open. Officers noticed damage to the back door and door frame. The next day, the home was discovered to have been broken into. So far, no arrests have been made. The resumption of fighting in Israel-Hamas war has sparked renewed concern about a wider conflict. The Pentagon says USS Kearney intercepted and shot down three drones when commercial ships came under attack in the Red Sea. That happened on Sunday. Iranian-backed Houthi militants claimed responsibility for the attacks. ABC News Global Affairs reporter Martha Raddatz on what we know so far. U.S. warships in the Red Sea are on high alert after this serious and significant escalation. We're talking about ballistic missiles hitting three commercial vessels in a busy shipping lane with a U.S. warship trying to fend off more possible attacks and render aid. Police in Kentucky think two ATM robberies may be related. They say much the same M.O. was used in both heists. Investigation shows the bad guys used a stolen truck to pull the ATM out of the frame at Planters Bank in Providence last Thursday. At that point, two men pried the machine open and took more than $20,000 from it. The stolen truck was located nearby. A fourth man was reportedly the getaway car driver. Investigators say a much the same thing happened earlier last week at United Community Bank in Sturgis. A woman who claimed to be driving through Evansville's north side en route to Owensboro faces almost a dozen charges, including driving drunk. 51-year-old Ashley Miller stopped at a green light and went through a red, driving the wrong way on Lynch Road. She also knocked down a street sign and drove through a field on North Cullen Avenue. She became uncooperative and then combative during field sobriety tests, threatening and then kicking an officer in the leg and kicking another officer in the groin. The Supreme Court today hears arguments on whether the Sackler family, which used to control Purdue Pharma, should be immune from future lawsuits linked to the opioid crisis. 
As a part of the bankruptcy deal, the Sacklers have agreed to pay $6 billion to fund opioid treatment and Purdue Pharma, which makes OxyContin, would then become a nonprofit company and make Narcan. The vast majority of the participants in the bankruptcy wanted to go forward, but some opposed the terms of the deal, saying it violates the rights of those who may disagree. ABC News national correspondent Stephen Portnoy. This is a very complicated case, and while, yes, it has to do with the continued liability of the Sackler family and the opioid crisis, the broader implications of a ruling against Purdue Pharma here could affect organizations such as the Boy Scouts and Catholic dioceses. They have similarly used the bankruptcy code to settle sex abuse claims and keep operating. The complex question for the Supreme Court to answer is, can bankruptcy settlements be crafted to prevent future claims against third parties like the Sacklers if most of the claimants are okay with it, but some are not? The first annual Plains, Trains, and Santa event will happen this Saturday at the Evansville Wartime Museum. Santa and Mrs. Claus will arrive by plane sometime between noon and 12.30 p.m. and will disembark at the back of the museum. They'll be available for children's Christmas wishes. Intrac, a model train group from Indianapolis, will have a setup in the hangar for watching. Children five and under can get in for free. The holiday shopping season is here with the best days yet to come. The Indiana State Police want to remind shoppers how to stay safe. When you shop in a store, remember to stay alert and be aware of your surroundings. Park in a well-lit area and be sure to lock the car. Avoid carrying large amounts of cash. Don't leave purses unattended in shopping carts. And make sure your phone is fully charged. If you notice suspicious activity, contact store security or the nearest police agency. Many American travelers rejoice Monday for the new merger announced over the weekend between Alaska Airlines and Hawaiian Air that experts say could bring about more choices and better rewards for travelers nationwide. ABC Transportation correspondent Gio Benitez has more. These are two of America's most reliable airlines now coming together after Alaska Airlines acquired Hawaiian for $1.9 billion. Both brands will continue to operate as Alaska and Hawaiian, but they will be run by one CEO and their loyalty programs is what's important will become one within the One World Alliance, which means travelers will have access to more than 1,200 destinations. Habitat for Humanity of Evansville is partnering with Ascension St. Vincent on a yearly home build. The committed donation is $40,000 per year in coordination with Catholics for Habitat, which will fund the remaining portion of the home. The first home, as part of the new partnership, is already underway in the Tepe Park area neighborhood. Volunteers have been actively helping to build the future home for Abigail, which will be completed sometime this spring. Santa's elves are hard at it, but not at the North Pole right now. They're in Santa Claus, Indiana. Santa's Elves Incorporated is a group of volunteers who answer letters to Santa. They get letters from around the country and around the world. Some are funny, some are sad, and some come from children sharing their problems with Santa. The town's postmaster started answering Santa's letters in 1914. 
You're listening to the News at Noon on 104FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors are taking some of the profits born out of last week's advances. Headed into the midday, the Dow Jones was down by 178 points, but still well above 36,000. The S&P 500 had given up nine-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite was lower by 1.3 percent today. A record number of Americans will board cruise liners next year as that segment of the vacation market approaches pre-pandemic levels. U.S. cruise operators plan to hike prices soon. Some may actually run out of space. Cruise Lines International Association forecasts that more than 35 million passengers will board ships in 2024, up from 31 million last year. And millions of U.S. students are receiving online therapy for free. The Associated Press says at least 16 of the 20 largest public school districts are offering sessions, many using federal pandemic relief money. It's a booming new business born out of America's youth mental health crisis. Some experts worry, though, about the quality of care. Jim Ryan, ABC News.